All right, so for my first what if, uh, kind of just an easy one, um, there's this thought of what if church never comes back? Oh, by the way, Hannah's here. Hi. She may say things and question me, which is what she does a lot, <laughs> which is really good, very helpful. She questions me a lot. Um, but this thought I think I have where when quarantine first started, we were all pretty much just like, when is it going to be over? Let's just hunker down and when is it going to be over? And then two months passed and then three months passed. Like, you guys remember when we were like, oh, we'll probably be back at like August, <laughs> right, of 2020. Um, and it didn't happen. And I do think that for myself in my own spiritual life, I think for our church, for most churches in America, we were just on pause for the longest time. And looking back on it, I definitely do regret in my own life not thinking earlier, what if this lasts till 2021? What if this lasts till 2022? And really coming to reckon with what if church never comes back? What if church never, because a two year break is not a break. It's a different ministry, right? Like if you go abroad, if, you if you're like, I'm gonna study abroad for two years, or I got a job where I'm gonna be in like, you know, if I'm, I'm gonna be in Thailand for two years, right? Um, that's a different, like, and you said, if you told me I'm gonna go work in Thailand for two years, and I said, oh, what are your church plans? And then you told me, I'm just gonna wait till I come back, <laughs> right? And then I'm gonna be a part of the church. I would say that's not what church is. And essentially that's what we've all done. Um, and so this question of what if church never comes back, I think is what if we never go back to the way, it, what, if, <clears throat> what if a good swath of our congregation or what if a church's entire congregation never meets in person, never once goes to a church building, sits together and hears a live band and a live message? What if that is church and <clears throat> I think that COVID or not there are going to be people increasingly more people in our country and in our world where that may be the only kind of church that they can go to I think about people who cannot leave their house for various reasons you know health reasons um, I think about people in different maybe contexts uh, you know, like if you're living alone and increasingly as more people are going to be moving out of cities to more rural areas. What if church never comes back? What if we had to build online community? What if we had to build online only worship? What if we had to evangelize, train minister entirely in an online only context. Now, I'm not saying that we should for everybody. I definitely think that meeting in person is so powerful and so important and all those kind of things. But yeah, that what if church, I think if I had thought about these things eight months ago, nine months ago, I would have started a Discord channel a lot sooner. Um, and so, yeah, even for me, like if many of you have heard or seen on my social media about wanting to do worship on Discord or doing meetings on Discord, 
there's a reason for that because Zoom is not Zoom is meant to be a one and done kind of thing. Uh, you set up a, a voice a, a Zoom and you send the link, and then you have the meeting, and then you close it, and then it's done. It's over. Uh, and Discord being a server that's always on, that's basically a giant chat room, or if any of you have used Slack, it's essentially just Slack for friends. Um, to me, it has been such a blessing because you can accidentally meet people. Or yesterday I had a Bible study with one of the guys I do discipleship with, and somebody else joined midway and got to hear some of that Bible study and got to pray with us. And those accidental connections, those public displays of fellowship, I think are so important. And it really is birthed out of what if we never go back, right? What if we never go back? Are we going to build those platforms and those communities? I wrote a solo article about it. Um, and I think it's something where if we love church, if we believe in church, then we do the we have to do these things because I feel a lot of complaints where people are just like I don't want to learn new technology I don't want to do a new platform I don't like I don't want to step out of my comfort zone and if church is just gonna go back then we can say you don't have to right just wait a week wait two weeks we're gonna go back to church everything's gonna go back to normal but what if church doesn't go back to normal then we have to tell our fellow brothers and sisters, you need to learn new ways. You need to learn new ways to fellowship. You need to learn new ways to connect. You have to learn new platforms, whether that be Discord or something else, because you gotta do it. It'd be like the same thing for me. It's like if church built a new, you know, if, if your church, local church moved, right? And it moved to a new building and somebody said, oh, I don't want to learn where that new building is. I don't want to, I don't want to draw like, oh, that, that church is, that, that new building is five minutes farther for me. I don't want to drive that five minutes. Then I would say, you don't really care about your church community. And that's a different issue, right? Like that's something where you then have to tell that person, hey, you don't really care about your church community. And I do think in a lot of ways, COVID is challenging us. It challenged me, right? And it's challenging us to say, how much do we really care? Do we care enough to go out of our comfort zones and learn to new technology. And even like I've heard, and I, I've said it myself, right? Like I don't wanna do these church Zooms cause I'm sitting in front of my computer all day. Well, boo hoo for me, right? Boo hoo for us, you know? Like, is that really the bar to which church must stoop, right? Like church cannot even inconvenience you to sit down in a comfortable chair for 30 more minutes or for one hour more a night. And that's the reason why you don't want to join. Um, yeah. So I think in thinking about that, and even as I do hope we are on the precipice of things returning to a new normal in which we are vaccinated and can get gather <clears throat> um, again, at the same time, not everyone's gonna be vaccinated, some for reasons that are idiotic and others for reasons that are practical, right? There's gonna be people who cannot meet in person for various health reasons if they're at risk or things like that. And you know what? There's gonna be more stuff that happens in the future. This is not the only pandemic that we're going to experience, unfortunately, 
maybe our lifetimes, yes, but it'll happen again. Things will happen again where we can't meet in person. And I think we do have to think about what if church never comes back and what do we build to make sure that we can still do the work of the gospel even if we can't meet in a building together. That's all my thoughts. Hannah, do you have a question? That was great. Good job. He was so nervous about this podcast. I'm just going to keep it real. He's like, I don't know, but it's great. See, Jason? Good job. Everybody tell Jason you did a good job. Don't delete this part. Bye.